0: Even though Purdue can feel like a big campus, like you're going to feel like you have a home and a community in, in Ag Econ and the College of Ag more
1: generally. Hello, you're listening to the Purdue Agricultural Economics Podcast. I'm Ken Foster, Professor in Agricultural Economics at Purdue University, and with me is my student co-host, Colby Smock, who is a senior in the Department of Agricultural Economics. Colby, how you bearing this cold weather out there going from class to
2: class? Well, it's luckily I haven't had too far of walks for my classes because I live pretty close to campus and if they're too far, they have a nice underground tunnel that I can get to at the parking uh, garage. Uh, it's very close to where I live. so. Wow,
1: great conveniences. Well, did you have a good winter break?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I was able to go skiing, so that was a lot of fun. Cool. Got to go out west and do some skiing. Very so. good.
1: Got to see yeah. a little different scenery and yeah. now back and ready for another semester. Last one, right? Yeah, yep. The oh, final wow.
2: trip around the Purdue Sun, as I like to put it. Wow, so.
1: amazing, and we're really proud of you. Yeah. Of course, for our listeners, stay tuned because in May, we'll have a farewell podcast with
2: Colby, and we'll hear more about his future plans. Yep. So, hey, introduce our guest today. Yeah, today on the podcast, we have Dr. Brenna Ellison. She's an associate professor and undergraduate programs coordinator in the Department of Ag Econ here at Purdue. Her research focuses on how consumers make food choices, and she herself teaches undergraduate courses that are capstone courses in both marketing and business strategy.
1: Fantastic. Brenna, thanks for being with us.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: I think you've been with us before and we talked a little bit about your research But this time we want to talk to you more about your role as the director of the undergraduate programs And maybe you can just give us a little background or state of affairs with the Department of Agricultural Economics undergraduate program
0: Yeah, um, well, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. Um, I really enjoy our undergraduate program I think Probably you know, across the country, Purdue has one of the strongest undergraduate programs. And within our program, we have four degree options that students can choose from. So we have agribusiness, agricultural economics, farm management, and sales and marketing. And um, We also offer three different minors as well as an industrial selling certificate. So lots of options for students. In terms of the size of our program, we're averaging between 460 to 480 total undergraduates across our majors over the last five years. So pretty good size, has been relatively stable agribusiness is by far our most popular major followed by ag econ
1: and what's the flavor of those grad students in terms of demographics
0: yeah so increasingly over the past few years we have become more evenly split between men and women for our undergraduates but it is pretty heavily slanted towards indiana residents so probably 85-ish percent of our undergrads are from indiana
1: okay and how do those indiana students distribute you know sort of with respect to rurality and urbanity
0: Ooh, I'd have to do a little bit more digging, but I think, and anecdotally from my classrooms, I think quite a few of them do come from, you know, rural areas. It's not, you know, just a bunch of kids from Indy or things like that. So okay. good distribution across the state.
1: Yeah, and so our students still come with some context related to agriculture. I think that's really important to our employers that, you know, our students, not only do they get this great Purdue degree, but they also have context and,
2: and of course, lots of great other activities going on. Could you please explain to us a little bit how you think these degree choices that students have are preparing them to work with those employers and then also career opportunities that are out there for them?
0: Sure. Well, I think the big takeaway for any of our four degrees that we offer students is we're trying to help them come out with strong, critical thinking skills and problem-solving skills that can be applied to business and economic problems or questions. So whether you're wanting to start your own business or you want to go, you know, work for a company and do analytics or any sort of thing, hopefully we're giving you the tools to help think about questions and really rigorously evaluate them. So I think that is the big goal with our curriculum. Um, And then there's also more and more interest in trying to bring more rigor, particularly in data analytics to the curriculum, but Mm -hmm. it is kind of um, an interesting challenge to figure out the best way to do that. So a lot of employers still talk a lot about Microsoft Excel, but then we also have people at the other end of the spectrum saying all of our students need to know Python. And so it's kind of hard to figure out what exactly the right balance is from a curriculum perspective.
1: What kind of extracurricular activities are students involved in that are preparing them?
0: Yeah, so in terms of like leadership activities in the department, I think our AgieCon envoys get a lot of experience. So they do a lot of networking with industry professionals, and they also help recruit new incoming students. So I would say that's almost like a sales job for, our, you know, sales and marketing oriented students. I think another one that really gives students good practical experience would be our Maymaster study abroad that kind of rotates throughout different locations in Europe. Have you been on it? Clothia? I have not you no, have not? no okay. but
2: I've heard good things about it seems to be
0: a good time with Dr. Keithy and Andy Oppie, one of our advisors. Uh, But that's a a nice way to kind of get out of your Indiana, you know, home and and see ag and and food in a different light somewhere else. And I would say undergraduate research is another good way for students to practically kind of think about ag, food and ag problems and kind of do some analytics work and, and those sorts of things. So I would say those are some opportunities that, you know, our students have.
2: Yeah, I can definitely vouch for that, too, because I was lucky enough to have study abroad opportunities and research opportunities here at Purdue. And I I do agree that those are very good ways to get involved in agriculture and just many different things throughout the university. I did my research not exactly in my major's profession, so that was also another benefiting thing that helped, like, broaden my agriculture scope in general kind of looking at it from a different lens as opposed to like, I'm an ag business major. I didn't do exactly economic research. I did more like environmental research, but that was a good way for me to diversify my knowledge about agriculture in general. Right. So I would definitely agree that those are great opportunities for people. What do you think about the career fair coming up and opportunities for internships? Could you because I believe the career fair is here within the next month than Yes, half. it's like, some, maybe I know it's month. like
0: late February. So um, yeah. we do have the career fair coming up, which I, I know is exciting for students. So, and you also asked what sort of career opportunities? I didn't get to answer that, sorry. So our students go out and do so many cool things after graduation. We did a word cloud from like our latest career data from like 2020 to 2022. I mean, there's so many different job titles, but some of the more common ones lots of students that goes into sales in some capacity. So a sales representative, district territory manager, all sorts of things like that lots of opportunities in ag banking or insurance. There's actually quite a few students that return to production agriculture. So farming, either maybe a farm manager or working within their own family farm operation. We have students that go into grain origination or merchandising, lots of management training programs across lots of different industries, right? So we know lots of companies offer some sort of management training program and we have lots of students that go into that as well interestingly in the word cloud there's a lot of students that go on to pursue graduate school so that comes out bigger Mm -hmm. than probably the the real proportion that do it but it's Mm -hmm. it's all titled the same way and we also have you know some students who go on to start their own business and become their own owner you know entrepreneur so that's that's a pretty cool opportunity as well and in terms of internships we have really good take rates on internships I think 97 percent of students in our program do at least one internship before they graduate so we do have students you know actively engaged in internships and most of them do more than one Mm
1: -hmm. well a fair number of those internships lead to jobs too right
0: exactly so there's a lot of students right that come out of that internship after their summer from their junior year going into senior year they may already you know basically be employed before they even have that last year of classes to get through wow
1: fantastic speaking of that what's our placement rate
0: 99 percent. Woo! yeah it's pretty good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Pretty proud of that one. Andy does a great job keeping on top, make sure we get reporting so we are fully reporting and still
1: at 99%. I I don't know if you want to answer this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. I mean, what's the average starting salary of our most recent graduates from the undergrad program?
0: I won't get the exact number right, but I know it's above 51, it's right at like 51,000 a little bit.
1: That's more than I started at Purdue (laughs) as an assistant professor many years ago. So that's pretty cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think a lot of students do quite a bit better. So, you know, with COVID, a lot of companies really were offering like extra incentives. So that is the average, right? But we know some students may go on to grad school like salaries look quite different there, so um, it is an average. But you know, I think anecdotally we hear plenty of students getting well above that, so mm-hmm. very competitive in the job market.
2: So we've talked a little bit today about opportunities that people can use to get involved through research, through studying abroad, or through internships. Great ways to expose yourself to both this program and agriculture in general. Is there any other ways that people can get involved that we haven't quite touched on yet? Maybe clubs or anything like that.
0: So there's so many clubs right on campus in the department i'd say our main one is agribusiness club which i know is kind of industry networking focused i would say the one thing that i didn't mention before that i get really excited about is our discovering agribusiness learning community so we've kind of brought that back especially for our incoming students their freshman year um, to kind of help them have a community and a home and to maybe better understand what their degree can do for them Uh, In COVID, right, we know people got stuck being at home a lot, and coming to college can be a really big shock when maybe you spent the last year on a computer finishing your classes. Um, So uh, we really wanted to bring this learning community back to help them, not only to to feel like they have people they know and not make Purdue feel so big, but to also help introduce them to agriculture in general. And so far, the learning community has had about 20 students a year, and it's been really successful at attracting both, I would say, traditional ag background students as well as our non-traditional Students, Mm -hmm. so I think it's been a good mix.
1: Very cool. So, you know, maybe speaking personally, you've been here now several years and had a fair amount of experience with our undergraduate program as well as undergraduate programs elsewhere. What are some of your favorite things about our program here at Purdue?
0: So, one we've kind of hit on already, it has a very homey feel in that, like, I get to know students by name. I did talk to Colby earlier, I didn't actually get to have Colby in class, but In general, I feel like I get to know a lot of students teaching the senior capstones. And so I think our students hopefully would also say they feel like they know their professors and especially their advisors really well and that people genuinely do care about them. So that's something I think ag across a lot of places does a good job at, but I think it is a good feel here as well. And the second thing that I really want to point out, and Ken, you kind of mentioned it earlier, but I think students here are doing ag econ on purpose and by that I mean like they genuinely want to study agriculture. I've been in a university before where ag econ department typically got students who couldn't get into the college of business and when they got to trying to put their cv or resume together they really tried to minimize the word agriculture but here it's a very different feel and it's really cool that students are doing it on purpose and it also kind of changes the way i'm able to teach right so i can actually lean into that a bit more whereas in my previous institution i had to try to balance knowing that interests were very different
1: fantastic i mean it's clear that you love working with students and i think that's indicative of our department here what would you tell prospective Ag Econ students about why this is a good place for them to be Beyond all the enthusiastic things that you've already said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do try to be a promoter. Well, one, I mean, obviously 99% job placement. That's that's good news for everyone and their parents, probably, if I had to guess. (laughs) But I would also say it's a very versatile major. So I don't know what your experience has been, Colby, but in general, we offer a decent amount of free electives. So you have flexibility to add a second major, a minor, a certificate, Mm -hmm. those sorts of things. So we do have that flexibility built in, whereas some programs, you know, maybe like engineering there's just so many classes to fit. You don't have room for extra where we can do that. And then I, I would say another good pitch because so many students do come from rural areas, even though Purdue can feel like a big campus, like you're going to feel like you have a home and a community in in Econ and the College of Ag more generally. And I, I feel like that holds, I don't know, Colby, how would you sell Purdue?
2: Yeah, yeah. I was actually hoping I could take a crack to give a little perspective here from being a senior now. I'm almost at the end of my time through this major. And I think you nailed on two really big things. Uh, The versatility of it, for sure, because there's so many opportunities to learn about so many different areas of agriculture. Uh, Instead of maybe really focusing really hard on just specific areas, one thing I've taken away from my time here is the ability to be exposed to so many different types of ideas and really get a broad scope that you can then start to determine what is it that I really like and then where should I dig as I get further along my journey. But I think in terms of getting that good broad perspective, I think that this is a really good and versatile thing. Like you said, you have plenty of opportunity to do that and then also the community aspect was like the biggest thing that I would say none of my friends, uh, closest friends that I live with are other agriculture majors. so knowing that my advisors, teachers have always had like my best interests in mind, and have always been incredibly helpful. And I know not to diss on other places in the college, but I know some of my friends have had some struggles through finding that community and help where it's needed or having professors that even like truly care to teach them that aren't caught up in other things. So I think that's one beautiful thing about our department is that you know you're going to be heard, and you know that they really care about your success, and I think that's very important.
0: Good. I'm glad to hear it, Lisa. Super. You're not yeah, just saying it. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's all super. I guess I might just chime in and say that, you know, for the for the s- prospective student who doesn't come from an agricultural or rural background, sometimes agricultural economics gets interpreted as farming. And more and more, I discover that our students are incredibly passionate about big issues like sustainability and global food security and things Mm -hmm. like that. That's what we do. Yes, we have a few students who go back to the farm and they're engaged in feeding the world directly, but all of our students have opportunities to explore all kinds of ways in which we make food production more sustainable and more affordable to people. And I think that's the exciting part of what we do here. Yeah. And it comes right down to it.
0: We're also seeing lot lots more interest in policy, right? So we have a new mm-hmm. concentration in ag econ related to policy and pre-law. And so growing, you know, really well, lots of students really like that angle as well. So that's, cool. uh, that's a nice thing we have.
1: I might have you just talk a little bit about the new Spring Start program that's being launched by the College of Agriculture.
0: Sure. So... As you may be aware, it's getting a little bit more competitive to get admitted to Purdue and there are actual physical space constraints for the number of students, which is a good problem to have. Big demand. But one way that College of Ag is really trying to keep their numbers up and also to grow them some is to offer a spring start program. There, quite frankly, is just not enough room for all the students that want to be here in the fall. And one way to maybe allow for more students to come in is to let them start in the spring. That's not traditionally how things work, but we think there's capacity to do that and the university has indicated they think so too, both housing and academically. What's happening right now? Admission decisions just went out last week, and so more and more students. Be- because of how competitive it is again, they're being deferred. So they might get a decision that means deferred and so you don't really know what's gonna happen. So what we're do- seeing now is that all deferred students for the College of Ag are now being considered for the spring start program. And so what that would mean is they could do an internship in the fall, they could work, maybe they could take some classes at a community college and then they would officially start as a Purdue student in the spring. The details are still like kind of fuzzy, like we're learning, I would mm-hmm. say, still in the process of learning all the details, but. I believe the goal that's been communicated for the first round is hopefully to have 100 students in the Spring Start program across the college. AggieCon does have quite a few deferred, so I'm I'm optimistic that at least we'll have good representation in that pool.
1: Fantastic. But this is happening in real time. I mean, students this spring are going to receive letters inviting them to the Spring Start program.
0: Right. So their decisions are supposed to come out in February, from my understanding. So they've been notified that they're being considered, but the decisions will come out in February.
1: Yeah, and I might just say from my short short uh, stay in the dean's office last spring, that I think sometimes students misinterpret the deferred letter. It's not It's not that they're not good enough Purdue, for Purdue. They've been deemed good enough for Purdue. It's just simply that Purdue doesn't have space for more students. And so, you know, being offered the Spring Start program is actually re- really a strong statement of support for them to come to Purdue and, and potentially provides a really great opportunity where they might be able to stay at home that for semester and take a few classes that they can transfer in and and cover some of the basics in science, right? And math and so forth.
0: And I would say for students that you know maybe still decide not to take it or you know maybe decide to go somewhere else. Purdue's still having, we're having really good success getting transfers in. And so I think that's important to also note is that, you know, we are doing a really good job getting transfers in the door. So even if you went somewhere else for a year and maybe got a decision you didn't like to see, I I don't think you should give up hope there. There's Mm -hmm. still options and pathways. So
2: yeah, I actually had a friend of mine that was a transfer and he ended up becoming a really good friend of mine. So that is a cool opportunity that people can come in later after they get some credits elsewhere, then still get their degree from Purdue, it still says Purdue at the end of the day, no yeah. matter how your journey gets yeah. you there. That's well, right.
1: I've, I've had some tremendous students who, in my class, who transferred in. Some of them you know, come because they went to a two-year school to do things like livestock judging or something like yeah, that that's exactly. a little yep. more prominent yeah. at that other institution, and then transfer in, and they're very successful at Purdue. It's really exciting sure. to see that. They bring, they bring new ideas to Purdue, and new challenges for us as faculty, too, to yeah. be, um, better in the classroom or better mentors.
0: Yep, exactly. So um, another great path to get to Purdue, even if it's not maybe the traditional one that we think of.
2: Absolutely. Do you happen to have any closing comments for us as we transition out of the podcast here?
0: Ah. Uh, I guess, again, just it's a really good program. I think we're really proud of what we're doing. And, um, you know, we're excited to get a, a new crop of students in the fall. And so, um, obviously, Colby, want to congratulate you as you're getting close to being on Thank the way you. out. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we'll look forward to having you be, you know, an alumni success story in coming yeah. years. But otherwise, That's the goal. yeah, <laughs> thanks for the opportunity to come talk about the undergrads.
1: Well, no, we want to thank you for everything you're doing to make our program great and to make it a great experience for our students and launch them out into the world where they're making a difference. So, hey, you've been listening to the Purdue Agricultural Economics Podcast. You can visit the department at www.agecon.purdue.edu. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on X, formerly Twitter. Have a great day.